Uh, seven minutes now, it is two, five o'clock. We will find out in about 12 hours or so, just under actually, it's 11 hours and seven minutes, uh, what the metric pass rate is for 2023. That's um, those who attended public schools uh, and sat for the National Senior Certificate for 2023. Minister Andrew Mochaka will tell us what that is. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the uh, articles uh, over the last week or so, indicating what uh, the cost of school uh, schooling is as far as primary and secondary schooling is concerned um, both private schools as well as public schools um, some of those schools uh, charging extraordinary amounts of money for tuition and in some cases for boarding as well. Well how can you invest towards your child's education that's the question that uh, Gareth Collier is going to answer Gareth is a director at uh, Crew Invest as well as a certified financial planner. Gareth good morning and welcome back to the show Morning, Africa. Thanks for having me back. One of the reasons why I will not have a child is because of the <laughs> excessive cost of educating them. I think it was, was it Old Mutual or one of those major insurers that used to do a, um, a study, if you like, and release it every year, saying if you have a child now, you will need 3.2 million rand in order for you to take them through uh, decent schooling, not even private schooling. And for me, I thought that was an extraordinary cost. It is a major cost, isn't it, educating your child? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's one of the sort of key key things that need to be provided for if you are going to to have a child. Um, just remember that a lot of those studies, the, the the number can sometimes sound quite large, but that's also because they they're factoring in inflation. So they they're giving you a figure that's probably cumulative for the next sort of say 20 or 21 years till they're through university. Um, but that's 3.2 million in in tomorrow's terms, not today's terms necessarily. Uh, absolutely, and it, and they were always very clear. Uh, if you if you a child is born today, they'll obviously start schooling in six seven years time. They'll then matriculate twelve years later. So that is the figure, and of course, over a long period of time, it's not quite as explosive. But sure, it is still a big number uh, to read. How can one, I suppose, make? Uh, sensible investment decisions that will go towards uh, cost of um, educating one's child? Yeah, and I think like anything, you know, with um, like we mentioned, because it's a long period of time, um, it also gives you time to, to accumulate funds um, if you start early. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, the, when your child's born, get, get saving then. I mean, if, you, if you're if a young couple and you're recently married and you, even if you intend on having children, it can be a good idea to start putting money away even now if you can afford it. Um, you know, the, the, the earlier you start and the longer you give your, your money time to, to grow and compound, whether even if you invest it or whether it's just a savings account, you know, that'll just take the pressure off. Uh, in time to come, as you start paying for those funds, you know, hopefully your your career is growing, and maybe your uh, your incomes are are growing. Um, but if not, you know, at least you've made provision early enough for that. Um, so a couple of ways to to do that, you know, you could you could look at using, like we mentioned, say a simple savings account. Um, perhaps you use the likes of a, a, a unit trust account um, to actually start getting money invested. So you can start accounting for some of that inflation we looked at, looking at how big that number gets over time. Um, you know, or, or possibly if you've got a you know if you've got a bond um, and you're paying off a home loan. Um, 
putting extra money in there, uh, psychologically some people say, well, they struggle with it because, you know, if you put an extra 5,000 rand in there next month, it's still only 5,000. Um, but it's what you've gained there is what you don't see, which is the interest that you save uh, on, on all of your other payments. So there's a couple of techniques that you can think of to, to use. In fact, on that um, paying a little bit extra into your bond, uh, it is amazing when you work with the little sums of how many months sometimes, if not years of repayments over time uh, that you save because you will uh, obviously pay back the capital amount owing sooner than uh, initially calculated. And I know somebody who paid an extra thousand rand. Um, it wasn't an excessive bond uh, at all, uh, but she saved herself over was two and a half years um, of repayments to the bank. And as you say, that's, you know, 17 and a half years now of paying back a loan to the bank as opposed to 20 years. And for those extra two and a half years, then you end up uh, doing as you please with your money. Yeah, but remember also, if you look at specifically today's topic, the unintended consequence there is, you know, if you pay off your bond too quickly, now, let's say you paid off in 15 years rather than 20 years, but now your child is in the midst of, of high school education. All those extra monies you've paid into your bond, you now don't have access to to pay for, for schooling. So you're pretty much relying on the fact that you've closed your bond. Now maybe what you do have is the, the repayment that was going to the bank. Obviously, you can do what you want with it. But if you do need large lump sums of cash that you've built up as, as, as excess in your bond facility and you close the bond, now we don't have access to it. Yeah. So, you know, so, so, so what a lot of people will do is, like your friend has done, maybe, maybe increase the, the, the additional payments. Um, but if you let the, the normal standard repayment sort of slowly naturally drop, so you still, let's say, use the full 20 years, um, but your, your repayment gets to the point where it's quite nominal, um, maybe a fraction of what it was before, just so that you make sure that you use the full 20 years. And that gives you the advantage of, you know, one, you're paying less on the bond each month, so that, that cash flow does slowly but surely feed back into your into your monthly budget. But you've also got the backup of having the the access facility in the bond for that period of time when you may be needed for large schooling expenses like we're talking about this morning. Fascinating and always insightful. Gareth, thank you very much for your time. Gareth Collier is a director at Crew Invest as well as a certified financial planner talking to us about um, the various options you could consider uh, as far as investing for your child's future and uh, the high cost of education.